Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. Welcome everybody to Paradox. Welcome, I'm welcome, Jimmy. Welcome, I'm Josh. And uh, we are ecstatic. Is there another word other than ecstatic? I think that does it. Okay. I'm, my, my liver is in a quiver. Is in a qu- that's a better way to say it. Uh, because we have with us today... Uh, Colonel Randy Phillips of Phillips, Craig, and Dean fame. <laughs> Randy, thanks for being with us. Randy, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm excited. I love you guys. Uh, so the first thing that I think is on everyone's mind is how long were you in active duty service before you made the rank of colonel? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in Kentucky. It always starts with that. It say, always starts with Say no more. Yes. <laughs> I was in Kentucky, <laughs> about to grab a microphone to sing a tune for the good people. Yeah. And out on the stage walks a contingency of <laughs> uniformed people with a plaque. <laughs> and at that moment, I became a colonel. A Kentucky colonel. Yes, so I am what, a Kentucky colonel. What wow. happened there? It's something they do. It's like the keys of the state or something. The governor just named you a colonel? Yes. And so I'm a colonel. Uh, they listed all the people who are in the category with us, and it's quite an impressive group. Apparently, we get a half price at uh, at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really? Have you ever tried that? No way. Oh, no. Okay. I have tried it, but I didn't have the plaque to prove it. <laughs> Could you uh, could you get Jimmy and I uh, time with the governor? I'd love to be a colonel to get half hey, price KFC. I would be a lieutenant to get half price. <laughs> Two piece and a biscuit. There you go. Mm. Hey, I'll take it. So uh, this is, and I know this is bizarre for anyone who listens to Christian music, but this is Phillips Craig and Dean's twenty fifth year. So really, you guys started like the the year I was born. <laughs> the year Josh was born. Yeah, yeah, more like it. So, um, do you even wrap your head around twenty five years uh, of of being involved in Christian music? No, you know when we started. First of all, our story is so unlike everybody else's. So many people tour. For years and years and years, they become a band and they play everywhere all the time, hoping to get a record deal. We didn't even have a group when we got a record deal. I <laughs> I submitted my solo record, which went aluminum. It's an awesome <laughs> thing. <laughs> Twelve people bought it. Uh-huh. It started slow and tapered off. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the 12 people that got it was a record executive at a place called Star Song. 
And he flew me up, and he said, we like your your stuff. Uh, would you consider putting a group together? We have four male soloists on our roster, and we need a group. Uh, would you consider that? Well, I'd never thought about it, so... On the way, you know, on the plane back home, I was just praying, Lord, who who would that be? He said it could be a trio, a duet, you know, a duet, a quartet. So I thought about Dan Dean and Sean Craig. These guys were intricately part of my life. They influenced me. They were people of noble character, integrity, tremendous singers and writers. And I just thought, you know, it'd be kind of fun to do life with those guys. I called them up. We we put three songs on a cassette. That's what you had back in the day. Absolutely. And uh, sent them up there, and they said, "Well, this is great. Come up and do a a showcase." We said, "What's a showcase?" They said, "Well, you do like ten songs for us." Well, we said, "We know three. They said, "Well, learn <laughs> seven more." You got them on a cassette tape. <laughs> We're in trouble. <laughs> So we did a showcase for them, and it was a disaster. We It was terrible. We couldn't remember the words. We couldn't remember. I mean, it was just a mess. So some, you know, about a, two weeks later after that, we said, well, you know, we gave it a shot. It was fun. So Dan said, why don't you call them and just, you know, thank them. So I called back up there to the record company executive. And I said, hey, I want to thank you for just giving us a shot. And he said, a shot? We want to do a record. I said, you're kidding. <laughs> so we didn't even have a, a, a group name. We didn't have a name for the group. We were just like three of us. And the Lord was good. Off of that first record, we had four number one hits. Wow. They what were some of those? Favorite song of all. Ah. I don't remember. If, uh, don't know if you know that one. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, uh, a song about a, a called a little bit of morning outside. It's a song I wrote about my daughter. Uh, it was four of those, and we were we were just stunned. We weren't prepared for it. We weren't prepared emotionally, physically, mentally. We didn't have an agent. We didn't have an office. It just started blowing up and. It it just caught everybody off guard, and that was 25 years ago. Wow. You know it's been 25 years when you had four number one songs, and you can't remember the names of the four songs. <laughs> That's how well, you know I'm it's trying. been. Gorgeous humility. <laughs> what are the other? You know, when y'all were coming up with a name, you know, Dan strikes me as someone that would have really debated for it to be Dean Phillips and Craig. Well, it started sort of that way because, you know, he is the uh, he's the more senior of the group, and uh, we we played around with a couple of things. But finally, our record company A and R director said, "If you don't have a name for me by uh, Friday, we're going to come up with one for you." We couldn't come up with a name, so it's Phillips, Craig, and Dean. <laughs> Was there one that came in a close second? Could have been three him, like four. We thought we laughed about all that stuff. Try him. him. We did try him. Try him. Try him. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Oh, what could have been? 
Yeah, what could have been? I mean, when you look back over, I mean, I personally would have thought it would have been Striper that had the longevity. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing like spandex and curly no. hair down to your waist. We tried um, that. It, it wasn't a good look for us. Um, and I know it's God, and you're a pastor, so you have to say that. And, of course, it is. But there have been talented people that have come and gone. Uh and and then there is and now it's not just that PCD is holding on, you know. It, y'all won the album of the year, the the Dove this last year, correct? We did. So it's not like oh well, you know, bless their hearts, they're still hanging around, you know, headlining retro night at the festival. Y'all are still <laughs> knocking out. By the way, that's a funny story. It is. <laughs> hey, we're headlining. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell that one. Yeah. Oh boy. It was oh man. I, I can't remember the group like Whiteheart, uh uh two or three more. And we were headlining and we thought, man, this is really cool. Uh so we walk up, we see all these guys on canes <laughs> and we said, What is uh what is tonight called? Well well this is uh this is retro night. This is, I thought, well, what does that mean? Like, well, this is for the, you know, the older crowd. Mm. Oh, okay. ouch, so, ouch. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because you know that, you know where all these guys, there have been these amazing, you know, groups and individuals, and they have come into Christian music, and they've done their thing, and now they're doing something else someplace. And, and here's Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Other than just the sovereignty of God, what do you think has been the staying power of of you three? Um, oh gosh, that that is a great question. Um, it, we we almost feel bad. I know that's a weird thing to say, but it's almost a little bit of guilt when we're around people that have clawed and oh, yeah. cried and and given everything they have just to stay a couple of years to have two albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's just when, when I see kind of how the thing has unfolded for us, I, I, I feel a little bit guilty that, mm-hmm. that people that would have given everything, we, yeah. we just like kept walking and it wasn't like we had this big grand dream to do this 25 years. We just tried to, our big goal was just, can we recoup the first album? <laughs> that was our big goal. We're not shooting high. And uh, by the way, they told us the other day, we've just about recouped for that first album. All right. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's the sound, the, the, the harmonies mm-hmm. kind of warm up, a sound and make something that would have played on hot AC or maybe take a worship song that would have been skewed a little younger and make it uh, mainstream. So mm-hmm. Baptist, uh, we, we're in a lot of Baptist churches because we warmed up in our harmonies. We warmed up a, a sound that, that they could embrace. Um, also, you don't dance or raise your hands. Let's make that clear. Yes. Okay. 
also, it, we were a little older when we came together. You know, I was in my early 30s. Uh, they were they're a little bit older than me, but we weren't, you know, we kind of figured out some stuff in life. And so we, it, it wasn't real highs and lows like some of the groups that get together right. and break up. Um, I just, I can't, I don't know. Just the Lord was so good to us. We had great songs. The first song that was played right out of the box was a song called Turn Up the Radio. Uh, and for whatever reason, the guru of radio, uh, you know, he would be like the Casey Kasem of all radio. Josh, you don't even know who that is. Who that was, yeah. <laughs> he just decided to play Turn Up the Radio in heavy. So the sequence is you pitch a song to a radio station. If they like it, they put it in uh, uh, low rotation, then mid rotation, and if it gets a little more traction, high rotation. So you hear it more frequently. He just he skipped all that. He just put it straight into high rotation. Well, most of the Christian radio stations around the country look to that uh, uh, radio station KLTY in Dallas as yeah, you know if they were doing it, you did it. Mm-hmm. And so all these radio stations almost simultaneously put into heavy, turn up the radio, and it was, mm-hmm. man, it was uh, full out running. So you have the traveling, you guys are pastors. How did you not only balance, but just prioritize um, family, wife and kids with, with that hectic schedule? We didn't. Uh, that's, that's, a, uh, that's a regret I have um, that I fell so madly in love with a uh, with a dream that I couldn't believe was happening, unfolding. You know, they're calling you from New York and all California, different places. I'd never even traveled. I'd never been to these places. Uh, and, and phones ringing off the hook and, you know, Billboard magazine wants to talk to you. And it's, it was so heady, uh, I completely left my family. I didn't leave them physically, but I left them emotionally. And I left them, I mean, that was, that part of my life took work. It took, uh, you know, and this other thing was so appealing to all of my, the prideful parts of who I am. And it, uh, I, I made a huge mistake in just emotionally leaving my wife and my young daughter, Garland. And we would, we would be gone 30 days at a time on a tour. It's just, it's just a, it's a terrible system that that you try to emulate out there the touring schedule is just rife with loneliness and temptation and stuff and though we never had a we didn't really have temptation that much it was just we i just left my family and how did you guys, because there's a lot of, even if you're not uh, in the recording studio and traveling to, to seeing just a young professional, there's a, a lot of men and progressively more women that jump into a career and can have that temptation and unknowingly forsake family. How did you guys work through that? Or Yeah, kind of first even it dawned on you, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, I remember, yes. Uh, it was about the third year and we were on tour uh, with, uh, I think it was Point of Grace, and um, I don't remember who it was. 
I just remember one night I was backstage, and uh, we I went out on the stage to do our the second half, and I was sitting there, and I was uh, uh, looking at this audience, and it was a packed house, and it was just you know everything was just going so well, and the bass player, uh, our bass player, handed me a note, and I looked at the note, and it said, "Your daughter." Just one homecoming queen. Mm. And when I got that note, I looked at it. Mm. And just for about two seconds, I just kind of shut down. And I had been talking, setting up a song, and I just went quiet. And they looked at me, and I looked at them, and it just began to dawn on me right there what I had done. Mm. So... I just kind of made a vow to the Lord. I gotta, I gotta get this right. I, I can't lose my family. Mm-hmm. And so I began to slowly, with the help of counseling, great counselors. I hadn't met you guys. If I'd have met you guys, it'd been so much easier. Oh, we could have screwed you up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would not have been pretty. But I got a great counselor. I started getting knowledge. I started reading books. And I just started trying to serve my way back home. Hmm. Woo! There's a song in that, Serve My Way Back Home. Yeah. Y'all write that. Right, write that down. Um, all right. Tell us about this, this enormous celebration you've got going on in Austin, uh, celebrating 25 years of Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Well, it, Austin, Texas, it's where it kind of all started. This city has been so good to us. I'm a... I wasn't born in Austin, but I've been here a long time, 50 years. And all of my influence, musical influence, so much about this city has made me who I am, shaped me. And to know that we were, the first concert we ever did before we had a name was here in Austin. To come back here 25 years later and just celebrate 25 number one songs and all the good things the Lord has done is just an incredible joy. And I love the people of Austin. They've been so kind to me. Radio stations been kind to play our music. But just the people of Austin have been supportive, and I'm very grateful. So on April 28th, we're going to do all those songs that people have remember and maybe love, and we'll have a good time. And where can they find more information about the event? Uh, they can go to uh, lifeaustin.com, lifeaustin.com. And it's, um, it's a couple of days, right? How many? It's, it's several days. Well, uh, it is. The first kind of things will be a private event, but the, 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 on the 28th, it's a public, it's to the city, and it, everyone's welcome. Very, very nice. Now, and for people, if for whatever reason the tickets run out, which they're going to. Um, your wife, Denise, and I are going to be singing through the musical Hamilton in the parking lot, kind of on the back side of the church. So if you can't get in the PCD. Uh, what is this? I was in the room where it happened? In the room where it happened. I just yes. like you. So they could just be in the room where it happened. Yes, and if you can't get in the room, Denise and I are up the hill. So be watching for details.
Okay. Uh, Randy, we appreciate Randy, it. Randy, thank you so much. If you want more information about Randy, please go to lifeaustin.com. Um, that Life Austin is the church in Austin that he is pastor of. And if you couldn't tell, Jimmy's family pastor there, and um, they go way back. Go way back. Um, and they also have a podcast. And so if you liked what you heard, um, if you appreciate Randy's heart, which who doesn't, um, you can hear him actually speak weekly on the podcast. And so uh, be looking for that at LifeAustin.com. And live on Facebook, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, yeah, I think they can do that. Uh-huh. Yes, live on, on Facebook. <laughs> you can also... <laughs> You can also follow him on Twitter. It is at Randy PCD. Randall, appreciate it. Randy, thank you. I thank love you, so you guys. Much. Love you too. All right. Bye-bye. Here's what people, the thought would be, he's the pastor of a large church. Uh, he's been in the public eye, so to speak, you know, for a quarter of a century. But when it comes to authentic believers... Uh, I mean, there are, there are pastors that I've known pastors that I've worked with, uh, and sometimes you may be sort of possibly doubted, possibly some of their motives and boy, you know, Randy is just the real deal. And he comes across that way. Yeah. Even, even, I mean, and one of the things you'll find in his preaching is that he will walk out and he will say, here's how I have stumbled. Even for him to admit, admit hey, we didn't balance it well. We, I made a huge mistake. Preachers don't tend to do that. Yep. A lot of them don't. Uh, they want to give this, this illusion of almost perf- spiritual perfection. And, uh, and Randy comes across as just real and authentic. And uh, because of that, um, he continues to have just such a powerful ministry. Uh, we already kind of mentioned it, but the importance of serving his way back home. Woo! Um, Come on now. It would make a we good song. We need to trademark that phrase so he doesn't get it. <laughs> it would also make a good sermon. That'll preach. It would. Um, but yeah, the, so many guys struggle with what leadership looks like in the home. And in a word, it's it's service. Mm-hmm. Um to be able to serve his way back into into good graces and not not that he hadn't necessarily had to earn his family's love and affection he had that positionally but but to just show them yeah. reiterate the fact that they're a priority and you yes. do that through service um was 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 huge yeah yeah yeah, yeah and there's yeah. a story there i would have loved to have even had denise on and talked through how she really wrestled yes, with that exactly um because if garland his she oldest may have actually wrestled him. So <laughs> I wouldn't put that past her. Uh, so yeah, uh, great stuff. Serving his way yeah. back home. Um, check out more information. Go to lifeaustin.com yeah. if, if you want more information. If you're close, you're not going to want to miss it. Guys, we appreciate you uh, listening today. If you want more information about this episode and if you want to follow us on any of our social media um, platforms, platforms. That's what That's I say. the word I'm searching I'm for. Current. Uh, go to paradoxpodcast.com. We have more information there. Um, and so feel free to definitely check us out. You can email us and or contact us through social media. If you ever have any inquiries or want us to talk about anything, it'd be great to interact with you there. Uh, again, we thank you for listening and we hope you have a good rest of your day. See ya. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. and researched by Dr. Jimmy and Dr. Josh Myers. 
For more information about our Paradox Evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescarr.com. If you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Next time on Paradox. To view these scriptures, you've got to come to them humbly and with an attitude of, I'm giving it my best shot, but I'm not really sure. Uh, So why don't we just do this? Love all over each other. And if I get that wrong, okay.